and we are live what's going on everyone welcome back to another edition of respect the crowd this episode number 207 and i am joined finally by the current reigning and defending skpw heavyweight champion or should i say the rightful skpw heavyweight champion the current reigning and defending atlantic all-star heavyweight champion and the one cw workhorse champion la crema tony leyenda good evening sir how's it going never better never better ray new year same old me there we go we love to see it we love to see it but thank you again mr leyenda for joining us here but before we get into all the questions i do want to ask I have to ask you the question I ask everyone that comes on. You heard the name of the show. It's called Respect the Craft. So for you, when you hear that term, the craft, what does that mean? It means a person who applies himself to the 10th power to become a master in what they are employed to do. For instance, I am a professional wrestler and I don't take that title lightly. So that entails everything that, it, that fits the description of a professional wrestler. That means looking good check being in shape double check learning how to speak eloquently triple check and of course working all the kinks out in that ring so when you perform in front of people not only do you give them a good show which i probably frankly don't care if they like it or not but i'm able to call myself champion walking in as champion and leaving the same way i came in that's called an expert in their craft gotcha there you go that works. All, all the checks clear right there. So let's get into this, though. I know the usual question people like to ask, what was it that made you fall in love with wrestling? What got you to, to become a fan? All that. But I like, I like asking this. I like asking the switch of it, which is, what was it for you that made you decide, I no longer just want to be a fan of this. I need to step into that squared circle. It's just a bug. It's a bug that it's something that you think you love, but you're not too sure because there's a different world of it. it it's two vastly different worlds of loving professional wrestling as a fan and actually stepping in to realize if you love it as an actual wrestler, if you could work your way to be to be one, because not all trainees become wrestlers. Um, but uh, it's just something that bothered me for years, for years, for years while I was serving in the military. And I realized that I'm not fit to live a, a quote unquote normal life. And there's nothing wrong with being normal, nothing at all. But I'm not I don't know what normal is. So I needed something that I know I could love that fit the description or that fit the mold of what I, mold of what I was just previously living, which is a very abnormal, high-paced, high-stress life. Um, and professional wrestling fills that void that I've had um, for the last, I'm not going to say how many years, but for the last many years that I served in uh, this country. So that's pretty much what it boils down to, the desire um, and then just executing Gotcha. No, and I thank you for your service. Thank you so much. Um, I do have to ask you, so once you do make that choice, once you find this is something that fits and it answers that desire, what was it that finally made you decide, you know what, this was the right fit. This is feeling this. This is giving me that that need that I have right now. You mean once I got into the business? Yeah, once you got into the business, what was it that made you see, you know what, this was the right choice? It was, it was milestones. So at first it was from knowing nothing to learning how to slowly operate within the confines of a wrestling ring. And you learn a little bit more. And I thrive off that, you know, getting better and better. And you seem to, you, you realizing the fruits of your labor. So as you're progressing and your coach is giving you a little more, a little more, and a little more, you start realizing maybe I do have an aptitude for this. 
But what happened was it was on uh, April Fools of 2017. I had my debut, right? WrestleMania weekend. And uh, the reaction I received from the crowd, and not even the crowd, because quite frankly, I don't really remember being in tune with them. However, what was going on in that ring was something that I felt before, but like I said, I only could attribute it to me being in the military and getting that adrenaline rush and that feel good. It's almost like a state of euphoria, right? It's just a constant feel good where where um, you don't want that feeling to just disappear, right? Um, and from there, I was hooked. You know, I went from just wanting to be a professional wrestler to wanting to become the professional wrestler. Got you. That's perfect there. And that that... That statement right there it encompasses what I was going to ask next because now I want to start talking about your evolution. Because when I first started seeing you, even faced a good friend of mine, there was a different name you were using because you weren't La Crema always, you weren't Tony Leyenda, you were using Tony Batista. My name. So, so how, how did that, that transition go? How did we find Tony Leyenda? How do we find La Crema that I'm speaking to today, the guy with this, again, that is holding multiple championships at once right now? It's, no, it's really no different. You know, the problem is um, I think that people out there want a specific professional wrestler. Um, and I and I was given him that from a different perspective. So I was just being myself. I was using my name, my shoe name. You know, if people give me, you know, oh, Batista, Batista. I'm the real Batista. That's my real name. Like, it's not a gimmick. That's my real last name. Um, but La Crema, this Tony Leyenda has been in the works forever. It's just that I was never given the opportunity um, to kind of spread those wings. So once I relocated um, from the place that I broke in, which is Texas, back home, um, I just like, you know, I'm going to go for it. And if people don't like it, people don't like it. And I'm going to just be myself. Um, who I am as a wrestler is an extension of really who I am, um, how I feel. Um, so like, you know, the, the, what they call promos and all these things. I really don't do promos. I just talk. And from, from my God, the God honest truth, whether people like it or not, because I'm really not concerned about that. I'm concerned about making moves. And I guess some people react to it to say, hey, I want you to lead the charge. Here's this title. Go run with it. And some people still don't believe in the sauce. And some people, probably most, are threatened because I feel like there's this guard everywhere in professional wrestling where they see somebody who might be the goods, but yet they don't want to get an opportunity because people are afraid of that quote-unquote spot. And when in reality, there's a spot for everybody in this industry. So we need to get our head out of our rears and give people their respect where their respect is due and uh, give everybody the opportunity to, sh to shine. Um, if not, I'll expose you eventually in due time. But it is what it is, you know what I mean? So Tony again, that's really just an extension of who I am. It was an extension of who I am, who I was as a master sergeant, um, being an instructor in the academy. Um, when, I, when I was in the service, is an, is an extension of who I am as a, as a businessman now. And it's just, I finally have the, I guess I have the, I don't know what's the right word because it's not permission. I gave myself the permission to finally show the world that I am actually La Maldita Crema Tony Leyenda and not this one Tony Batista guy who was out here shaking hands, kissing babies and all that jazz. Got you. There you go. And again, it, it shows, again, having that, it's worked. It's giving you that that result because we're looking at a guy that's holding just right there. One, again, two, three separate titles at the moment. And again, if it wasn't for, unfortunately, an, an a injury this weekend, you might have been holding four championships. But unfortunately... Uh, so, so I, 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 I personally think it's a guarantee. Um, 
First class, the best professional wrestling group in all of the independents is dominating New Age Wrestling out of Massachusetts. And I think that the odds were in my favor, as dominant as I've been in 2023 and as dominant as going to continue to be in 2024, that Jared Diaz had no chance. Now, let's be realistic. Be in all his best health and put his best foot I'm sure he would have gave me the fight of my life because. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We kind of lost Tony there. Let's see if it. Here. There we go. Yeah, wait. Sorry about that. I don't that. know what's going on here. I think it's the weather. I'm not sure. But what, 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 what's the last thing you heard? Last thing I heard was uh, about the guarantee, about how dominant you were in 2023, going into now 2024, wanting to continue that same dominance. Yeah, and I think that uh, Jared Diaz is just another check mark in the list. Now, I got to be honest, you know, um, I may talk a lot of trash, and this trash talk to some people really is my honest truth, but I'm not dumb. I, like, respect the craft. I respect my craft, and I study. Jared Diaz is actually pretty good. Like, let's just keep it real. He's pretty good. Um, but the odds are in my favor. I'm one critical component of the best professional wrestling group in the independence called Apimera Clase or the IFC First Class. And uh, we're dominating NAW. So I feel like slim to none was the best shot Jared has in retaining that title. But that remains to be seen yet. He unfortunately suffered an injury. Big whoop. No sentiment of, I have no, 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 no empathy, no sympathy. I've been working hurt for I don't know how long. Get better or don't. Either way, you meet me in that ring. I'm going to knock you out clean. I'm going to lay you on your back, and you're going to have another injury on top of the one you have because I'm going to break his back, point blank, period. Why? Because I'm hungrier to get that title than he is to retain it. And that's the difference between Jared and I. Here's the thing about Jared Diaz. Jared is fitting of a champion. Let's not be silly here. He is fitting of a champion. He is not fitting of that championship because people misconstrue the name. The title is the Junior Championship. But it's not junior heavyweight because there's nothing junior heavyweight about La Malita Crema. It's actually named after junior, el hombre que falleció, un dominicano. And that's the discrepancy. That title belongs in the hand of a true Dominican, un bacano. Jared, no offense. My wife is Puerto Rican. But you're not Dominican. Therefore, that title belongs with me. So I'm going to not, I'm not going to just strip it from his hand. I'm going to break his back. Then I'm going to ever so gently grab it. Then I'm going to look at him and I'm going to laugh. And I'm going to go say, go rehab yourself. Go rehab yourself. Go get better, young man. You, you, you'll be okay. Well, then, understood there. And I can imagine that is what the first class, first class plan wants to be when everyone is holding gold right there. Unfortunately, we don't got... I wanted to try to get everyone that is, uh, again, holding that, that flag right there, holding the Dominican flag. Got the, the, the familia in there, Sebastian Cage, Johnny Santos, Big Cuzzo missing Chris Cage, who currently is holding that NAW Heavyweight Championship as well. So you guys are, are taking over everywhere you guys go. I've seen it firsthand at the project, what you guys can do, winning the whole Escape from New York tournament uh, two years ago, actually. So yep. Adamus continues. I mean, we the I just you could call it bias. I think it's a very educated um 
assessment. We are the best professional wrestling group all around. We bring something new to the table, and it goes deeper than just oh, they're just a bunch of Dominicans. No, it goes deeper than that. Um, you, what do you want out of a professional wrestler? Anything you want out of a professional wrestler, we fill that. We fill those gaps. There's no deficiencies in our group. We are that good. We are dominant. And um, the problem is the world needs to catch up with what we already know and what locally people know. Locally meaning the tri-state area, Massachusetts, and soon to, to and soon well, Puerto Rico recently. Sebastian Cage and Johnny Santos just won another title in Puerto Rico. I mean, what more do you guys want? You know what I mean? We're doing the thing. And there's no one out there like us. This issue, I can't argue with that. Again, I've given credit where credit is due with every member that I've had on here. So, again, I can't discredit you on that. But I do want to talk about another alliance you have as well with another friend of the show as the Tonys talking about Tony Bennett and yourself and just the dominance that you guys have been having all across the board as well. We've been cooking. We've been cooking all the way up and down the East Coast to the Midwest and back again. We have been cooking. Tony Bennett was a mistake that I am proud to stumble across. It was forced. Uh, see, this tag team thing was forced upon me because of Prince Nana of AEW. They didn't want to do it, had no interest. But uh, he uh, he forced me, and somewhere along the line, I started believing in the mission and the vision, and I think it's been a success. You've been two-time tag team champions in two different companies, hopefully a third here in the near future. I don't know. I don't know. We're talking about Fight Pro. Um, we'll see. Um, we'll see, um, but we're cooking. We're cooking. Love it. And that is interesting to see, again, how a, a maybe an unlikely pairing, and again, it, it worked out. The namesake, maybe that was always it. That was, that was the, the missing glue, just finding that, uh, that alliance, if you will. I guess so. I mean, you know, it's really not that unlike. We're, we're, we're more, we have more alike than, 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 than what I thought, you know, beyond the name. Uh, we actually complement each other rather well. People always talk about all the big Tony, the little Tony. That makes a good dynamic, believe it or not, in itself. But it goes deeper than that. You know, when we're in that ring, it's just it's seamless. The transitions, they're just there. We talk, we communicate. It's honestly like we've been tagging for our whole lives. Um, it's just that smooth. And there's just a chemistry there that I really can't explain. And that's probably why the Tonys have been so successful so far. Understood. No. And again, the future is bright for both of you and what 2024 can bring. But now, speaking of that, again, another place where you guys have held gold has been at Super Crazy. Shout out to them, another friend of the show. I want to talk about this because in the intro, I did say the man that is the rightful reigning and defending SKPW heavyweight champion. And why I have to say this is because there's a little bit of a discrepancy as we talk about Super Crazy as they have crowned a another champion in Adrian and Adrian Soriano and yeah, there's a little bit of a a question mark an asterisk if you will as well on both of your reigns here who no. is the true champion when it, it comes to the name the name is there's no asterisk for uh let me see here next month it'll be three years since I've been SKPW heavyweight champion when they announced Adrian Soriano's name they say the interim SKPW heavyweight champion. Interim. I don't know what interim means, but I know it ain't me. When I look at UFC and they have an interim champion, I know that's not the real champion. They have to fight to figure out who the champion is. Therefore, he's no champion. I am. What happens is this. Super crazy is trying to ice the kid, but they can't. They can't. 
I'm too nice with it. You could blackball me. You could do this. You could do that. Every story, Adrian Soriano is good. All the primal fear is good. Hell, I'm a fan. But he's the interim champion. They trying to ice me. They can't. They try to feed me this guy. Can't. Can't do nothing about it. Think that um, I'm being too big for business and all this yada 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 things because I'm becoming successful because I'm hungry for success and I'm also unapologetic on how I do my business even though I do business correctly. So they try to crown an interim champion. That's their way to transition me out. But here's the problem. You're still the interim champion. And no matter how much you, people are stupid because people think that because he's a champion, oh, you're not the champion. He's the interim champion. The name is in itself. You just want him to be champion. The problem is no matter how your wants, it's, they're irrelevant. You could want him to be king of the world. It's not going to happen. You could want him to be the SKPW heavyweight champion. Ain't going to happen. And when I feel ready to challenge him, I'm going to break his back and then send him crying back to whatever hell he's from, wherever the hell Primal Fear is from. Because it's going to happen. If he holds on to the interim title, I'm going to give him what he wants. I just don't know when. Because quite frankly, I don't care. It's really not on my radar. Because SKPW is disrespectful to me. Therefore, I'm going to disrespect them. I'm the champion, though. And there is no debate about that. This is not trash talk. He's the interim champion. There is no interim Along my name. In fact, three years next month. That's domination. There you go. Congratulations on that. I and again, I'm just. Title. There you go. No, no, no. I was going to say my, my apologies for, for questioning your reign. Again, just saying what Super Crazy has put out because they've continued to put this almost their statement here of being that little bit of an asterisk, even making that match. Was it an actual title match between you and Noah Straker at their last event? I just want to prove a point. I just want to prove a point and pick on his little brother. I'm going to dissect his whole family. I'm going to dissect his whole family just to pick a point. Like, you really think that, I don't know, I think these people live in this fake world of cosplay and patty cake, and and I'm not cut from that cloth, you know? I cut from the, like, this is real work. This is real life. And they're trying to ice somebody who's really, who's really invested in being successful in this business. And in doing so, um, propelling SKPW along the way because, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I've been champion for almost three years, like I said earlier, and in those three years, I've been not only defending my title inside that ring like a champion, I've been acting like a champion outside of the ring, bringing that title everywhere to this state, that state, the mayor of New York City holding my title, this prominent person here, the top cop, the top first female, blah, 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 all these prominent people holding that title that I cherish that I weren't and earned, right? Um, and it's like that means nothing to you guys. You guys are so dumb, so stupid. But what happens is when you become too good, people see that as a threat. And that's so sad. But you know, such is the wrestling business. My job though is to worry about me and what I can't control. So they put Noah Striker in front of my face and I dismantle the poor kid. I say poor kid, but I really didn't give a crap. You know what I mean? I just laughed at it. And then Adrian Soriano and his cronies came out to try to defend his right, his honor. And me and Tony Bennett just said, you know what? Not today, because we didn't feel like it. And then we got in our nice little car and we took a long drive to a bar and had fun. You know, we did the whole thing that we do always. Again, a true, a true champion celebration there, if you will. But from that, and again, from that disrespect, my apologies for, for even questioning your championship reign here. Let's move on to another I I'm not even mad because people are going to believe what they want to believe. I'm so secure in myself lately it, for a while now 
that I just, I'm not interested in what other people say, that I'm so convinced that I'm going to make it regardless of the obstacles placed in my way. So it is what it is. But the, I'm not talking trash now. The fact is, SKPW heavyweight champion, AJ Soriano, SKPW interim. So interim. Me. Oh, there we go. We, we, again, we're losing that. Can, I feel like every time you try to speak your truth, someone is trying to make it make it stop here. They keep losing you for a second. They ice the champ, but they can't cool me down. Uh, even on stream, this is this is interesting here. But we keep going I mean, here. We're going to talk about this beautiful thing. There you go. God, that guy's so beautiful. <laughs> Let's let's keep it going here. Let's talk about another championship reign here as you have another heavyweight championship holding that tight right there as you'll be representing not only as champion at their next event right here for Atlantic All-Star Wrestling on March the 2nd for March to Glory, but also it was announced this week it is going to be WrestleMania week, April 5th, representing in all four one. But you look at the logos there. You've been part of more than one company that will be a part of this union on April 5th right there. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about that and how that's been as a champion for Atlantic All-Star Wrestling. Well, you know, it just happened. It happened. It happened. Um, I beat their their longest champion ever, Darian Hardway, the real man of steel, in a nice – I mean, we went at least 20, 23 minutes, something like that. It was hard. I was stiff for a few days. I ain't going to lie to you. It was hard. It was a it was, it was a hard-earned win. And I'm champion. I'm sitting at the top of the mind. I did exactly what I said I was going to do from the get-go. I said I'm going to be the first ever tri-state champion. I'm going to try to hold that title as long as possible. And then I'm going to work my way up to the championship title picture as soon as the time is right. Well, they forced that time upon me. They said, hey, you could have that chance now, but you have to give in that title. I was like, you know what? I'm going for broke. I'm all in on Tony Leyenda. I gambled on myself. And it paid dividends. And now I'm sitting at the top of the mountain with the target on my back where I feel most comfortable. Not threatened. There you go. Understood. And again, that is why it's already it's already almost just, just not a shocker that, again, they put this poster out, but then are quick to also put that the champion will be at both events still holding that championship right there. And just a little side note, in that four-company ordeal, I'll smack each and every one of those clowns that they get in my face. Each and every one of them. I don't care who they are. From the guy signed to NWA, from the guys on the back, anybody holding a title, I'll open hand smack all of them and spit on their face. She's up on their frame conmigo, coño. Bueno, um, let's let's keep it going here. Let's let's now start talking about this because we've talked about confirmed matches, we've talked about alliances, we talked about title reigns. I want to get into a little more on what else you have on the vision board here for 2024. Because the year is, is, is still bright and early. We're still in January. What does Tony Leyenda have for 2024? What is La Crema looking to do in 2024? So it was the same goal as, as when I first started. Um, well, the one, one thing, the consistent is to remain consistently improving. In other words, I have to outdo my last match. When is my best match? My next match. That's one thing. As a professional, I just strive for, 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 for continued improvement, for continued growth. That's having the growth mindset that is embedded within me. Number two is the same one as always. Every interview is the same. I have a desire, a strong desire, to be signed by a company. What company? Does not matter. Um, whether in the States, overseas, que sea Puerto Rico, Japan, no que sea. I need, to, I need to wrestle on a bigger platform. I need to be able to 
provide my family a lifestyle that they deserve in which in which uh i provide for them exclusively to professional wrestling i do a lot i live well but let's be honest professional wrestling ain't the sole income granted i get signed i'm going to continue to grind and keep generating income through my other sources that are very uh lucrative but professional wrestling has always been the deal since I said I want to be a wrestler, this is the deal. It's either wrestling or nothing. It ain't Hollywood. It ain't this. It's just wrestling. So in order for me to reach my goal, my personal goal as an athlete is I need to be signed by a company or at least have the opportunity to work for a major company, whichever company that will be. And that's the goal. And then once I get there, the new goal will be how do I rise to the top of that company? Because being there won't be enough for me. I'm just too hungry of an individual. But the short-term goal is to get signed. And um, it, nothing matters. I can win championships. I can lose a match. I can win. It really doesn't matter. That's the goal. Do I want to be dominant in the independence? Of course. But this is not where I want to stay forever um, because I have, I have a family support. This is not a joke. This is not a game. This is not a hobby. It just so happens that I love what I do for a living. Or one of my jobs, I love, I love what I do. But it doesn't mean that it's a hobby. You know what I'm saying? I can't be here just you know, beating people up and getting beat up for people's amusement without getting any type of compensation or, or reward, right? It just doesn't work that way. I don't definitely understand. And again, there is that passion. There is that true, no pun intended, respect for your craft, but the understanding of this is a business. This is trying to make that money and be able to support a family, make a true living off something like this. So definitely understood there. But we talk about that goal. Now I, I can imagine where this answer is going to be because I can understand that hunger. But is there some names you would want to face in 2024? That maybe no. that would that would lift a little bit to that opportunity of that TV contract? Nope. Here's why. Because I'm not a hater and I don't want to see people... I don't want to see people get held back. Frozen again. Can you I hear me? It. Yeah, it started to break up again. Are we... It was one sec, ladies and gentlemen, to get him back in. Can you hear me? Are we here? I can hear you. Can okay. hear you. Yeah. Okay. So, like I said, because I'm not a hater, I want to see people, all people rise up because iron sharpens iron. And if you're afraid of competition, you're never going to be better. The fact of the matter is the higher caliber wrestler you face, the better you will become, at least in theory, right? So I want to face the best professional wrestlers, whether signed or unsigned. It does not matter. If you are considered good or amongst the best in your region or on TV, that's who I want to be in the ring with. To name one person or say, oh, I have this dream match. Do I have dream matches? Sure. But I'm never going to release that list and put it on internet or whatever, because to mention one person is to leave another person out. Um, who do I want to wrestle to propel myself to that, that scene where it's like, okay, this guy's ready to get signed? Well, I think I'm ready, ready to get signed now, but I don't know. I don't know because the powers that be all, around, all across the independence, they have this little stronghold where they're just like, no, we, 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 you can't, we don't have the time for you here now, or we already have a roster, or there's somebody who looks like you're ready. Nobody looks like me, first of all, right? Nobody can work like me, second of all, right? We all bring something different to the table. So it's just one of those things where it's like, who do I want to work? I want to wrestle anybody that's good. I don't care if you have a name or not.
There's a lot of guys that are independent. Be signed that the world doesn't even have a clue who they are. So I mean, so I just I don't want to go off on that on that you know rant right now. But this is why I don't want to say a specific person. Um, I respect all wrestlers. Well, I respect all true professional wrestlers, meaning people who take their craft seriously and try to put an effort. And, and I don't care about if people say, well. Well, he doesn't have five-star matches. I don't care if you're a consistent one-star match person. If you are an actual professional wrestler and you know how to wrestle, then you earn my respect just by sacrificing your, your body for the for the, for the the entertainment of others, and I want to wrestle you. I don't discriminate because no matter if I'm wrestling Randy Orton or that green guy with his first with one match under his belt, they're going to get the same intensity and same effort. There's no letting up. doesn't matter. It just so happens that this caliber of wrestler will force me to go up in this level a little higher. And someone who's not up there yet, you're not going to have to meet, come up to me. So, and I'm in, in a stage of my career where I want to get better and better and better. But everybody gets it the same way. So I don't really have a list, but I just want to work consistently um, all over the country, really, and all over the world, um, regardless of who, you know? Got you. No, I like it. And again, that's... I, I like that take on it because it definitely shows just that discipline and just how the mentality has stayed and wanting to keep it going there. So I love to hear that. And here we go. We got Brax in the chat here, my fucking guy. Are you? Why going? is he cursing, man? There's kids watching this. My my apologies for Brax. This is this is what Brax does. In the Brax is just a violent person. You know that. I, I have a, seen that. I have seen that. He's very violent. He's just big and violent for no reason. Like chill out, dude. People don't have to die every time they be there in the ring with you. First class take on whoever, whenever, wherever. Sound like a Shakira song, and it's true. We don't hide. We don't hide because we're not afraid. And what I mean by we, we're not afraid, I don't mean like, oh, we're not afraid of take up. We're not afraid of people and because we're so tough. Nah, we're not afraid of losing, of losses. We're not afraid of lessons learned. We're not afraid of competition because we understand that iron sharpens iron. So when we view people as competition, it's not something to shy away from. It's something to invite because two things are going to happen. Well, three things. You're going to win, you're going to lose, but the one consistent is you're going to learn and get better, and that's the idea. And this is why I rock with first class, by the way. Not because of the... Being in that group on the merit that they're Dominicans is BS to me. It's nothing. The last reason why I'm in that group is because they're Dominican. Every other variable that makes each and every one of those guys good is why I'm proud to be ODIFC. And that's the difference. This is why I'm proud to be one half of the Tonys. This is why I'm proud to be a three-time champion as a singles competitor. Because there's those variables that, that we lack nowadays as a professional wrestling industry. You know, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, to not to name drop, but people like the Danny Maffs of this world and Sean Donovan's. Where are those guys at? Those are the guys that, 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 you know, I look up to, the Black Jesus, right? Those guys I look up to because they bring something to the table that's that admirable, that, that you know what I'm saying, that, that we're lacking this industry in a room full of cosplaying, you know, I don't know, Sunday school little beta males that don't know how to do nothing, that just follow cool moves and stuff that doesn't make any sense. Meanwhile, we here first class busting our tails trying to make a name for ourselves and what? And what? Because you guys are afraid of competition, we can't get ahead. Are you kidding me? Cool. Well, we'll make it work our way. Got you. Understood. And definitely, I feel like it, it shows though what you guys do, what you guys bring to the table. It continues to be the same variable of when you're there, 
the goal just follows suits because we now seen time and time again, look at it again, like you mentioned, the Puerto Rico expansion, we, we saw Johnny Santos and Sebastian Cage come home with some more championships. So it just it continues to prove. It continues to prove what first class brings, not just being a group, again, of great Dominican talent, but a group of great talent. Because I feel like yeah, that's where that, in- that thing becomes a thing of just because you guys are all Dominican, it's viewed as, oh, that's the label. Pure coincidence. Pure coincidence. Because you take away Sebastian, take away Johnny, Cuzzo, Double K. They rock by themselves. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. You put them together, now we form Voltron. That's all it was. That's all it was. And it feels good to bounce back off of people who know how to do things or have a desire to learn how to do things better. And it just makes for a good recipe of success. It just so happens that we're Dominicans from New York, and it's a good story uh, because I feel that as a group, ODIFC can reach a demographic that's untouched in professional wrestling. It's a lot of Latinos, you know, a lot of typical Latinos professional wrestling. We break the mold of, uh, of what a Latino is supposed to act like, and I feel like there's an untouched demographic that we could appeal to on a national scale if just given one opportunity to do so. But unfortunately, um, it hasn't happened yet. And that's the key word because we're going to keep grinding until it does happen. I do like how you said it there, though, the yet, because I feel like that is the most important to say in a moment like this. And there you go, Johnny Santos saying it. Phenomenal observation, Ray. Gold follows. It ain't luck. No, it definitely ain't. And I've seen it again. I've seen it personally. I've seen what you guys do, and it's great to see also being able to represent that Latino culture and getting to truly represent La Cultura. So I do have to ask that because I do know, again, you're saying it is just that pure coincidence all being Dominican, but being able to represent that, being able to represent La Cultura, how has that been for you? Again, shining bright. It's good because we are, and I don't mean this in a negative way, this is not complaining or nothing. We are a... minimally or n- not represented. Can you hear me? Yeah, every, uh, you, you were breaking up again. Hold on. Now I see, I feel like you're clear now. You should be good. Can you hear me? <laughs> every time again that you're going to speak something, the, the truth, like you call it here, it just starts to, to die on us. I feel like you're good though. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. oh boy. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Or are we still breaking up on, yeah. on your end? No, we're we're good for now. Okay, so let's let's see how. So I again, think no that. Uh oh. I think that we are. Yep, I, I got you. You got me. Oh yeah, we're good. So we're, we're we should be good. So back back to that. Back to the the conversation that, of the cultura. Yeah, I think that um we are a. Not non-represented entity in professional wrestling. And that's not a bad thing because we are new, in essence. I mean, because there really aren't any prominent Dominican wrestlers. I mean, if you go to New York, they'll tell you a different story. But on a national scale, I mean, Dutine Loboricuas, very prominent in a beautiful history. Lo Mexicano, beautiful history. And we're kind of the new guys in the block. And it's okay that we're not represented because we are we have representation through all the IFC. We have just a lot of untapped potential there that we could reach out to the masses on a national level. 
So why we haven't done it yet? You know what I'm saying? So it feels good representing the culture. Um, and and build, to be honest with you, um, I always think about that in the back of my mind. Um, I have to carry my flag up high because I am a, a first generation Dominican American and I'm proud of that, right? But at the end of the day, ODIFC is just a standalone product and we're gonna make it regardless of the country backs us or not. If the country gets on our back, great. We'll ride, we'll ride for you, for, for the Dominicans out there, for all the Latinos really, and we'll do you guys proud. But if you guys don't believe in the sauce because, you know, there's no Dominican prominent wrestlers and yada, 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 then okay, you guys will see it anyways. But it's been fun. It's been fun rolling with ODIFC. It's cool. It, it really is cool. I mean, I mean, you think about the thrill that I, that I, that I got this summer. You know, I grew up in the Bronx and I've gone to the Dominican day parades in the Bronx and the big one of Manhattan. Always as a spectator, looking at those people like, wow. Not knowing that one day I'll be walking that same parade and people looking at me like, wow, taking pictures and walking with the mayor and all these other people. And can I hold your belt, young man? Of course, Mr. Mayor, go ahead right there. That's one of four championships that I had at that time, right? And it feels good. It feels good to represent with your crew. You know what I mean? It means that we do something right. Um, so it does feel good, and um, we'll take that. We'll take that pressure. We, we can handle that pressure, have, carrying the you know the country in our back. Um, but at the end of the day, it's deeper than that. You know what I mean? Is deeper. What was deeper than pride? But the patriotism. Well, uh, the hunger for success is deeper than that. I argue. And ODIC only has one view, and that's upward, and that's where we want to go. There you go, and definitely just living truly that first class lifestyle. Truly, again, showcasing that and getting to truly just honor the culture and continue to uplift it as well and finally make it that repre representation that was needed for some time now. So that's great to see. Yeah, I think so. I think we need to break the, st the stigma of what a Latino wrestler looks like. He's like always generic like a thong and, and like we're so much diverse than that. You know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> Puerto Ricans, believe it or not, Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, even though we're really similar, we are vastly different. The same with Mexicans and Cubans. And, like we're so similar, but we're so different. And we need to we need to teach people that we are more we are more dynamic than what is portrayed in the mainstream media. No, definitely agreed. Definitely agreed on that. And I feel like hopefully again, as the years go by and as time goes by, that is visible. And hopefully it is in the near future instead of waiting for it to just finally be uplifted by the the common eye, if you will. But, Tony, again, I don't want to take up too much more of your time because, again, you are a busy man. I want to remind everyone, if they haven't already, please go follow this man on all of his social media, that including Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, at TonyLeyenda8. Follow him on Instagram, TonyLeyenda. Make sure you are catching him at all these events and events that have yet to be announced, but we want to make sure, respectfully, we announce those that are currently which, again, that includes Atlantic All-Star Wrestling, March to Glory. That will be this coming March. Then WrestleMania week, it will be Atlantic All-Star Wrestling, 1CW, 3 Legacy Wrestling, and the Wrestling Independent putting on a United event here. Again, more details to follow. But again, Tony, thank you so much for joining us here. It's truly been a pleasure. And to everyone watching, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people, and respect the craft. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace, everybody.